He's been doing double duty. So have I, actually. I was on with Mark yesterday on Smart Speakers, but Mark Tui is back this morning, advisor to business and political leaders, and this morning's host of the Morning Brief. Nice to have you, sir. Good to be here. What's my, what's my penance? <laughs> Your penance, <laughs> having to get up in the morning. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so oh, for uh, for asking you a math question on air. Last oh, night, that. Um, you know what, I though? If I trying I'd to be cheeky, but it <laughs> I know. But if I'd seen it on paper, I probably would have done it right. But I also yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and what we were talking about for those who weren't listening at the time was this idea of the math test for teachers, even if they're not teaching math. And I was offering that most of us don't remember any of our math anyway, and we demonstrated that when Mark Tui asked me, what was it, two plus two times three? three. Yeah. Yeah. And Which is a typical sort of trick question on one of those seemingly very simple uh, quizzes, and so it's not surprising that people who don't do mathematics every day start to forget the, the rules of, you know, orders of operations and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'd forgotten you have to multiply before you add, but without going too far down the well here, actually, I should bring Joe Cristiano in on this for a second, because he's in the process of studying for his Canadian citizen citizenship exam and what was the question they asked you about the bible oh my god it was uh tilly when he coined the term dominion of canada which bible verse which psalm from the bible uh did he you know influence him for that okay super and mark tui would you be able to answer that who is tilly yeah <laughs> hey, this isn't jeopardy <laughs> yeah, exactly okay. i have uh, i have no idea yeah. So it's uh, Psalm 73, and it is um, based on the Dominion of Canada from sea to sea. That strikes me that very is much. a deep cut. Yeah, that is part of the conservative revision of the citizenship exam. But listen, let's get into current events. Uh, Taste of the Danforth cancelled. I'm not sure if this is a, a threat or if it's actually going to happen, but it's disappointing. Yeah, they went through, they kind of threatened to do this uh, last year because of the revisions to the street, if you recall. Uh, the city was putting bike lanes everywhere, as they do, and then with uh, some other changes to traffic flows, were not, well, with ca Cafe Tio or Patio Tio or whatever it's called, uh, they were not going to allow them to put up food stands in certain areas of the street, and they had to remain uh, clear lanes for fire, which makes sense. Uh, so it was basically an existential threat then, but they came to some kind of rapprochement with the city. Uh, this, I think, is two things happening. One, the person who runs the, the business improvement area is not really an entrepreneurial sort, and so I'm not sure how much outside-the-box thinking they have going on there, but the, the business leaders on the board are, but more and more, that stretch of uh, Bloor Street, the Danforth area, uh, pardon me, is, uh, is not just Greek restaurants anymore, and so when they go to their members and say, hey, we want to raise your fees by 20% so that we can continue continue to do this, I can see a lot of businesses along there saying it's just a pain in the butt for us. It doesn't, you know, it's traffic, our customers can't get here, and uh, it's not that much fun for everybody who's not selling food. So perhaps that's part of the pushback from the members who said, no, we don't want to pay more. 
So there's a proposed Toronto bylaw to cut single-use plastics. Here's the idea. You go to a fast food restaurant and you get an order to leave with. And if you want knives, forks, napkins, stuff like that, you're going to have to ask for them. I don't really see that as uh, overly demanding. I'll go to Freshie and get a salad, but I'll take it home and eat it with my own cutlery. And the plastic ends up in the, you know, the recycling bin. The devil is in the details, John Moore, and the details in this one are just plain stupid. Uh, this includes requiring customers to ask. You cannot offer customers to ask for a cup in which to put their drink. So can you imagine if they follow the letter of the law, what that purchase experience is going to be like? You walk into the store, you order a, uh, a burger with fries and a soft drink, and the cashier has to sit there and wait for you to ask for a cup to put the drink in because they're not allowed to push one on you because that would be promoting environmental terrorism or something like that. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Plus the idea that they're going to require uh, restaurants to take by you know, mandate, uh, all of the potential carriers that I might hand over as, oh, we'll put my drink in this. That is an uh, actual public health issue because you can't handle, like, they can't take stuff. So there's a, there's a health and sanitation concern with that. But the biggest concern I have with this, John Moore, is it's going to cost $750,000. Uh, they're expecting it's going to cost $450,000 to sort of promote this, plus they're going to give away some money to businesses to the tune of uh, $250,000. This is a city that says it has a financial crisis. This is a city that has priorities that are not stopping the use of straws and cups and bags in restaurants. Olivia Chow needs to or get off the pot because either it's a priority and a crisis or it's not. And adding basically a million dollars to a budget that's already 1.5 billion underwater is not what you do if you're actually trying to close the budget gap. Now I'm not convinced it's going to end up being as Kafkaesque as you <laughs> as you suggest. But you know, I do see silly things like at a bookstore that I go to very regularly, people buy a book and it's put into a plastic bag, and then of course what. What do they do? They take it home, they throw away the bag, and they carry the book around until they finish reading it. Why did they need the bag in the first place? They Well, good question, but uh, that doesn't happen at my bookstore because uh, you've got to use a... They used to use paper bags, now they don't. you got to bring your own bag. But I have to walk around as a pedestrian who uses transit with 250 pounds of you know, take-home bags, uh, none of which ever get really reused very much. It's uh, it, The whole thing is performance art. It's got little to nothing to do with saving the planet. Not a single plastic straw or, you know, the sold in Canada ever ended up in the nose of a sea turtle. That just has never happened. Right, but it's it ends, it ends up in Lake Ontario. No, it ends up in, in either the dump where we don't want it, or it ends up in the, the recycling bin, because we're pretty good at that. If the city really wanted to make a difference, it would instead put a million dollars into improving its recycling process, because almost all of these things can be recycled. We just choose not to recycle them as a, as a municipality, as a government, because uh, it's inconvenient. You've served in uniform, so maybe you can speak to this. Royal Canadian Navy says it can no longer meet basic requirements in terms of recruiting. 
Yeah, the commander of the Navy put out a video to all ranks basically saying, hey, we're not doing good. Uh, I'm still proud. It's still a great Navy, but uh, here's the problem. And they've got uh, two basic problems in the Navy. They have one problem that all of our armed forces have the Army, Navy, Air Force, and that is recruiting, and they just can't attract enough people, and I would argue that that's because they don't really have a mission. Nobody wants to join a military when there's nothing to do except uh, polish the brass and wait for a senior's home to need help, and that's just not the exciting stuff that brings young men and women to service. Uh, the second and biggest problem for the Navy, though, is the fact that their ships are very, very old, yeah. and they can't keep them all in the water, and if you don't don't have a ship to sail on sailors don't have much to do thank you sir good to have you take care that's mark tui advisor to business and political leaders and who knows still waiting on the memo this morning we're waiting for rashmi to be in better health but maybe mark's back again this afternoon on the rush i'll let you know as soon as we find out